Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 9.57, three minutes until 10 o'clock. What a coincidence this is, because I hadn't uh, checked in with Tom's news stories. We have Tom's news stories, and we have, you know, the complete sheet and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know that, because I pointed out this. the only two things I ever I watch on NBC would be the office reruns, the special edition reruns. And I watched Poker Face on there, which I don't know. It's no rerun because we just watched the eight, ten shows, whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't watch NBC. Not on purpose. They just don't have programming that I care about. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. More evidence of the revival of The Office. That's the story this morning. Do we want this? Why not? Because no. I'm sometimes scared when something like oh, this is worse? touched. Yeah, like mm. AJ's well, shaking right. his head going, let it, no. let it be. It was a great show. Exactly. And I don't want that, like, I the know. memory of how high it was on top of the mountain to be tarnished with, <laughs> it's like, because they're not, they're not going to get the same star power. You're going to have to return people. And, like, even if you bring back some of the cast in, like, a minor role for, like, small cameos, yeah, yeah. that doesn't. <clears throat> That's not, that's like uh, I'll give you a bite of the pasta, but then I'm gonna take the bowl away. You can only have that one noodle. Well, Frazier's doing it. That's true. That's Frazier's true. doing it right now too. And by the way, uh, we always turn this over. It's the best line ever on the office. We turn it over to Brittany. Um, I I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. That is one of the greatest written lines in the history of television. Did you get that meme I sent you that yes. a listener sent me? A listener yes. sent me this meme that was like just, it was on Friday the 13th. And it was like, how I feel on Friday the 13th. Is It was him going, I'm not a little stitious, or I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. A little stitious. And I sent it to Tom and I was laughing so hard. I knew you would not respond to me, but I knew you'd like the meme. Oh, no. it was phenomenal. My <laughs> favorite scene from The Office is when... Uh, one of the employees gets hit by a car in the parking lot, and then oh, Michael yeah. Scott's like, "Hey guys, you know this employee got hit by a car." Blah blah blah. blah. And then at the <laughs> end of his like explaining what happened, they go, "Like, well, how did you get to the scene so fast and were able to help her out?" Like, and they're like, "Did you hit <laughs> Pam with your car?" No, did or you whoever hit? it was. <laughs> Oh, were you the one? He's like, "I was in the car that hit her," and then yeah. they were like, they stopped and they said, "Wait a second. Like, Michael, were you driving the car that hit her? Yes. Yes, I was. And it was so funny. It's a great show. And then she ended up having rabies. And he was like, they found it because she Jesus. was in the hospital for getting hit by the car and her got a broken femur. And he then started talking like he saved her life by hitting well, you did. with her car. It was so He did save funny. her life. <laughs> Our Dunder Mifflin's employees headed back to the office. Rumors of a revival of the office have circulated since the show concluded. That show's been off the air for 10 years already. Yeah. 10 years. That's amazing. Now the uh, original series showrunner Greg Daniels has offered a comment. In an interview with Collider, Daniels couldn't def- uh, definitively confirm or deny the recent reports that we'd be returning to Scranton. 
though details are paper thin. Well, I think that's very speculative, Daniel said. The fact that it kind of blew up based on one line and a puck piece was kind of cool, I guess, in the sense that the fans still care a lot. I absolutely love that show. Yeah. It was one of the best cast shows of all time. Just watched it last night. Was, yeah. We, was there a reason that it ended? Did they just were like, oh, we just had enough? Or was there any, like... Behind the camera drama. Uh, well, Steve Carell left like about three right. yeah. three seasons before it ended, and it oh, was our okay. like that probably was when they should have ended. There were some funny things a little bit. They tried to have Will Ferrell come in, and he didn't commit that to. Was terrible. He had like four episodes, and his character had like some funny stuff, but it was it just was not flushed out enough. Or I don't really yeah. know. I'm with you. It was terrible. And then they had. Um, God, that big time actor come in as well. They 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 tried so hard, and then Ed Helms kind of took the annoying role of yeah, boss. And didn't work. Didn't work because it's like <clears throat> they they fell into that trap of they had to make every character a little more zany. Like they mm-hmm. leaned yeah. into yep. like like yep. oh like Meredith used to be kind of an alcoholic, and now she's a full blown like promiscuous alcoholic. Everybody went farther into whatever realm they were leaning towards. Yeah. And it was like the last few seasons were just rough. But, I mean, I still watched them. God, I'm continuing to read, and I really hope this guy's name is not pronounced the way it's spelled. Oh, no. Daniels was referring to a recent report by Matt Baloney of Puck News. Matt Baloney. His name, B-E-L-L-O-N-I. Baloney. Probably, yeah. How else would you pronounce it other than Balani, maybe? My Balani has a last name. My Balani. And we got it all, baby. I say that the former showrunner would ink a deal to revive the office once the WGA strike officially ended. However, no such news broke when the strike concluded earlier this month. Daniel's next comment did suggest the revival may be in the works, but that it's far too early to discuss any further. The thing I would say is, when there's something to announce, I will definitely announce it, he told the outlet. Andy, what do you think? I think everything is getting revived, rebooted. It kind of is, yeah. So talking about Frasier. I wouldn't be surprised at all. God, I, I, the only problem with that is, is that you guys were pointing out when they, when they bring back a show. Like, I was worried about Frasier. I've only seen the first two episodes. I think the next one comes out tomorrow night. And Kristen says it's, like, the best thing on television, and Mom says it's okay. Uh, I thought it was pretty damn good. I really did think it was really good. Yeah? First of all, he's a tremendous... Well, anyone who speaks this way to you (laughs) every time he sees you... I mean, what a voice he came up with for that deal. It's good. Yeah, it's not great yet, but it is really good. Well, the first few episodes of Frasier weren't great either, so there's that. No, the original? Yeah, it's like every sitcom. It's always very rough in the beginning. No question. So what do you think about The Office? Do you think they should bring it back, Andy? Uh, probably not. Yeah, because, you know, as Brittany pointed out, they tried three different iterations, and not only was it not good, it sucked. Yeah, I don't think you yeah. can capture the lightning in a bottle again. No, probably not. But after 10 years, they might. Do you think they will actually do this, or this is they just will. a piece? Do you think they will? It, well, I mean, it depends. That's the thing. It's like Steve Carell left. Mm-hmm. So would he even be interested in coming back if he wasn't even part of the end of the show? Or would it be like him managing a different branch of people? Oh, yeah. It really all depends. But there's also the fact that these people are all much older now. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the dynamic for the same cast just... Because in the very beginning of the show, 
you know, you had like Jim and Pam and Dwight who were all pretty young. I think they were like late 20s. Mm, about right, yeah. And then you had people all the way up to Stanley who I think was like in his 40s or 50s. Now, the youngest person in the cast would be probably like 40. So, I don't know. The whole like wacky hijinks thing wouldn't make any sense with a bunch of middle-aged people. Well, I suppose that is true. They'd have to change the show. Well, let's see. How, what, what's what's uh, Jim's real name? Uh, oh, my God. Why don't I know? Which one is Jim? Oh, Jim Halpert. His name is... Uh, I can't remember. Oh, my God. I know it. He's married to... John Krasinski. John yeah. Krasinski. Oh, John Krasinski, yeah. John it would Krasinski. be funny, though, if Creed was still there, because Creed was the old one that, like, always was scared they were going to discover that he's super old and not yeah. doing anything yep. in the yep. back. It yep. would, if they were to, like, just keep him, just like, hey, guys, what's up? Did anybody watch Friends last night? Mm-hmm. Like... You know, have him saying funny things would Creed not be. Bratton. Uh, John Krasinski is 43. So, yeah, the youngest people on the show would be in their mid-40s. Which and he's kind of busy anyway right now. He um, produces every damn thing that yeah, comes out. Like, yeah, that's the other thing is his career, was, his career was brand new when The Office started. Yeah. And now he's like Mr. A-list. I don't think he'd care. No, I don't think he would either. Uh, I, and i tell you another thing. I think that streaming television is phenomenal. Uh, you give you an example of that. Did you guys ever watch Abbott Elementary? So mm-hmm. good. A uh, couple episodes. Terrific but... show. It's really, really good. You seen it, Andy? No. Yeah, give it a whirl. I think you'd really like it. She is terrific. Oh, everybody in that show is hilarious. Yeah, they the are. principal is immaculate. Oh, what a pain in the ass. She, I love her anyway. She, like, makes fun of one of the teacher's outfits. She's like, why are you looking like a nerd around here? And it's. Oh, the outfit. She always picking on the outfit. Oh, she's always making fun of that one teacher. She's like, oh, when you come in my office, I'm always like, get out of here. It's just like, <laughs> she's so funny. I mean, I like LOL during that show. Oh, when she come, walks up to me and she goes, so what's with the outfit? Yeah. What do you mean, what's the outfit? Well, I mean, like, everybody else looks really good in it, but you don't. But you look terrible. <laughs> like, it was so funny. Great show. Yeah. So there, there are some good uh, sitcom things out there. I love the fact that we, because of streaming, have shows from all around the world now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Kathy and I watch a lot of Australian television, some, you know, England, all the rest of it. Um, but TV right now, because the streaming is, the, I think it's the best it's ever been. Yeah, you, I mean, because you even have like old TV shows that if you missed, or if you were young, that were you know popular in the '90s or early 2000s right. that you can watch now. And so yeah, you just everything's at the tip of your fingers, and you can discover something that's old that feels like new. No, no question. Like, and I already mentioned Poker Face earlier today. She was incredibly good in that. Are there other comedies out there that you guys have been watching? I liked nope. um, uh, Shrinking. I liked that I, one. I did. We watched that. That's what's his name? The big tall comedian. What's uh, Jace or Jason. Jason. It is Jason. I think it is Jason. Siegel. Jason, Jason Siegel. Siegel. There you go. Um, yeah, that was a good show. I liked that. I thought mm-hmm. the writing on that was funny. Um, what was some? There was another one that we watched that we were finding joyful recently, and then we were kind of bummed when it was an. Oh, um, I know the. Uh, um, the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, God, that show's good. Super funny. We watched that. We're still behind on that, so we still have some episodes left. you guys left. watch that? Nope. It's, I don't watch anything. You don't watch anything at all? No. If there's a new show, don't even ask if I've watched it, because I haven't. Why don't you watch television? I don't know. I just... I really haven't in years and years. Really? You still watch, like, Nickelodeon? Not really. So, <laughs> so much. Like, when you were a little kid, you watched Nickelodeon. I don't really watch... 
that much. Like at no. home, we'll watch an episode or two of something, maybe like every other day, something like that, at most. The reason I'm asking that is because Catherine and I discovered a very, very famous, I think it's a British show. It's very, very famous, but we just started watching the first episode last night and continue. It's called Black Mirror. Oh, that's oh, not yeah. a, yeah, that's, I told you to watch that. Oh, I did, did watch Black Mirror, although I watched it like the, 10 years ago or yeah. whatever. Oh, you did, did? You, okay. Did you start at the beginning? Don't yeah. start at episode one. No, I, I, I skipped episode one. It's horrible. The pig one? Yeah. I, I was told not to oh, watch then that. Maybe I was in a different deal because that was not Good. the first one. Because I, I think that would have thrown you off. It, it actually is a very interesting commentary mm-hmm. on the world we live in right now, but it's such an abrasive episode that I always say, like, skip the first episode, go back to it later. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking opening the series with that. Because the rest of it is so good. I think you're going to love it because you talk about a lot of the things that they touch on all the time. So yeah. why would they be stacked in a different way because I watched episode one of season one and it was about a guy there, there's a, a an ear implant that you put in and you could push a button and see the all, memories the memories yeah, yeah that yeah. was such about. a good one where he finds out that was yeah, phenomenal amazing episode but that was the first episode on our list you could be because I don't think that's season one I think you just might be in a different season and it that said was a, season one because that's I don't think that one is season one yeah because I'm pretty sure yeah the pig you would know the pig episode is that the one with the like? Is the mayor or the governor or something? Yeah, they kidnap pol- his daughter. Yeah, yeah. politician. Yeah, I think you yeah, watched that, it a long time ago. Okay. That looked terrible. Here's the thing: I think you started Black Mirror a long time ago because I was like, you would love it. There's oh, a lot okay. of commentary, All and right. you started on episode one, season one, and I learned real quick. I was like, that is, I gotta start recommending. Yeah, like, that was terrible. Go to the second episode. You watched the third episode in season one. In season one, yes. That's so good for season really? one. Really? Yeah. So I thought season one was. Mm, Quite mediocre. How many episodes in the first season? Three. Yeah, there's only three episodes. Yeah. And so, so that might be why it's stacked yeah, So that's the that third episode. episode. Yes. And you could have just been continuing from a long time ago and not realized that you pushed play. Yeah, maybe. And it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't <clears throat> matter, but like, um, that's a good one. And there's a lot of it episodes like really that good. that go, if you te- te- take technology and just go a step further mm-hmm. in what it can be used for, it's not like the, f- like, you know, thousands of years in the future it's like 20 and you go yeah. that is so interesting the way those dynamics can play out if that existed are there any other episodes i should avoid um yeah, I, once you get farther in the seasons there are but i think oh, there are i think a lot of them are are pretty good yeah because that think, pig one was terrible yeah the pig one that is by far it's jarring the most yeah. traumatizing i, don't, I think the first two series which is the i think Series three is when it stopped being British. I can't remember. Oh, really? It, didn't, it stopped being British? It stops at a certain point. Yes. I didn't know it that. It gets picked up by a different studio. The first two oh, series okay. I didn't really like so much. Uh, the one with the um, the AI guy that they grow in the tub, that one was pretty good. They grow mm. a guy in the tub? Yep. It's a Series two, episode one. Really? Are yeah. the one where they... I don't want to say much about it, but it's where they're getting chased and hunted. It's called mm-hmm. White Bear. That one I think you're going to like a lot. Which is one of my favorite suburbs. Yeah. Um, I like the one where you had to, like, they were locked in, like, the compound and had to ride the bike for points. And he, oh, like, the yeah. second episode. That's yeah, the million second one. Yep. Yeah, episode one, or the season mm-hmm. one. Oh, so that's the second episode of season one. Yeah. He rides a bike for what reason? So it's like he's in, they're in some sort of, like, I would say, like a, 
jail cell, but it's very technological based. And he earns points by riding these stationary bikes. And then he buys, you can buy these like experiences and stuff. And out. it's really, yeah, it's a, it's a weird, hard to explain. Yeah. But. It's kind of like, um, if avatar world was like actually, and it was very depressing in a lot of ways. Like they live in these like world where it's just the walls are screens and their whole thing is based on digital yeah, points. Yeah. Um, there's another one, season three, episode one. If you're feeling like you want to watch. Yeah, that's the grow in the tub one, I think. Oh no, it's se- no, that's no, season no. two. Season three. Oh, Se- season three is episode one is the one that got the series in like the, I remember everyone talking about that one. Season three, episode one is like, if Facebook, st- if Facebook could, you could walk around and judge people and give them thumbs up, thumbs down and what your life would be like if mm-hmm. you accumulated points out in the real world by like, oh, I like your outfit. Oh, I'm is that the give one where the points. lady's trying to like be friends with the super popular? Yes, yeah. Like she, whatever? yeah. She ha- everybody wants to be friends with people out of higher numbers and you can see what number they are by looking at them. So oh, I'd be okay. like, today I'd be like, oh, I'm going to give uh, Tom a five. Tevin a four, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and you get a four and a half, and you rate everybody with every experience you have, and then you can see their number. So yeah. it's like, and it's the higher social your media. number is, the more like privileges in society you have, basically. Yeah, but you gain them by impressing other people. Exactly, yes. and being that's fake. That's a bad nice. idea. That you, yeah. That's why I'm saying you would love you this would episode. Because you would fake everything. Yeah, yeah so they would all the idea, they'd yeah. walk up and be like, "Hey, I made you cupcakes," and you could tell like their number was low, and they're trying to like <laughs> suck up to everyone. So you would love this I'd like episode. That episode. I that's would like that. Season three, episode one. Watch that. That one. was probably, I think, the best episode of the entire show. Agree. I would say. I, I would say because the social commentary on it is so interesting. because yeah. the problem with Black Mirror is that a lot of the times it has like a good idea. It's like you know, what if this technology got taken too far? Yeah. But then they don't really understand like oh. why that would be a bad thing, so they write a completely dog shit ending. Well. The robotic dog one was also terrifying. I don't know if I saw that one. I feel like, wasn't there one where there was like the people that were like date, speed dating or dating in like the cabin in a woods type of thing? And oh no. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I think so. But yeah, there's yeah. enough. There's a lot, there's of, a good lot of good episodes on I there. I saw there were what, like seven seasons, something like that? Six mm. or seven? It depends on what you qualify as a season. Yeah. Because like the first two series are only three episodes. Most of them. Oh, okay. Three and four are six episodes, five is three again, and then six is five. So five is the most they did in a year? So yeah. let's see, that's six, 12, 18, tw- it's like 26 episodes total for the entire thing. Yeah, so it's and that's like over one. a five-year period, six-year uh, period? No, that's over a 12-year period. Tw- what? Yeah. yeah. So they do like two to three series of, or shows a year? Uh, like one every other, basically. God, that's amazing. Well, I will give it a whirl because I'm telling you, uh, streaming makes television the best it's ever been because you're seeing things from a lot of other markets. And I still love the fact that I'm watching that, uh, what the hell is it, Endeavor? Endeavor. Is it Endeavor? Yeah, the hour and a half. Hour and a half. Every episode's an hour and a half long. Mm. <laughs> like, what? But it's really good. It, the guy who stars in it is really, really good. So, I mean, it's kind of nice to have that kind of entertainment at home now mm-hmm. where you have so many choices and, mm-hmm. and great stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've come so far from the days of sitting down in front of your TV, having to watch the TV guide channel yes. or yeah, having yeah. four channels to scroll through. Watching it yep. slowly scroll up what's on the next yep. channel, I wonder. Oh, it's crap. What's on the next channel? Oh, it's also crap. Well, I do remember when I was a kid, you had channel two, four, four. five, and... Nine. We had nine. Fox nine. But how about 11? Was there 11, any 11? 11, 11, 11, yep. 11 yep. 45. But I th- when I was a kid, there were only three of them. 
Yeah. But I can't remember which one wasn't around, whether it was 11, 9. I know 4 and 5 were always there. It was probably 11 that wasn't there, if I That wasn't there. That's what I'm thinking, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to this day, I still wish it weren't there. Yeah, the, yeah. When you brought it up, I was like, there really isn't anything that's great on NBC. No. there's like, I, You got The Office. Right. And the, again, uh, it's, that's it. That there was Poker a, Face. That was good. see. Highest liked, rated NBC shows. I like 30 Rock. Yeah. I guess 30 Rock was on there. But yeah, like, I never watched NBC that. doesn't really carry a ton of like sports or anything like that. They don't even they have They started like, this year stream. carrying more football, I guess. Yeah, I, I think they know. do I Thursday. Think. It's pretty no, much all uh, reality kind of thing. Oh, no wonder I hate it. Weakest Link is still their number four show. Is it really? <laughs> Jesus, With that's a point two six in the eighteen to forty nine demo. Oh God, that's bad. Well, their number one summer twenty twenty three show was America's Got Talent. Point five six. Oh my! How do they still in business? That is a well. The eighteen to forty nine demo just doesn't watch TV. Really. No, they don't. That that is very true. Highest and scripted shows: Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD. Wow, they really like yeah. Chicago over there. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, D Dick Wolf. Mm -hmm. Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, Law and Order Org Crime. Wow. Not a lot of originality over at NBC, I'll t say that much. No. Jeez. No. No, NBC's not a it's good like, network. It's like when CSI was like, it was CSI Miami, CSI New York, was, yeah. CSI over here, CSI <laughs> over there. <laughs> That's very, very true. Were you either one of you two around? Well, you weren't, I know, but. Were you around when Dick Wolf called into the, the KQ Morning Show? Yeah, I think so. Oh, Remember God. what I asked him? Yeah, the last name thing. His name is Dick Wolf, and I said, you do realize in the phone book your name is Wolf Dick. Yeah, it would well. I've been putting up with that my whole life, Tom. <laughs> yep. He's like, Tom, you are not the first nor the last person. <laughs> the last also, that's that a power up. move to name Wolf Dick. Oh, it's that's like, yeah. true. It's like something you'd expect Charlie Sheen would name his character yes. in a, like a yes, movie. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, we got to take a break here because we yes. got Kristen Burt coming up next right after this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. It's Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and co-workers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership that's just 20 minutes west of the metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies, just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. 
I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Don't be waving back and forth with Brittany. Cut the comedy, sister. Chris, I like Brittany. You look gorgeous. I like the shiny uh, top. It's very cute. Thank you. She was talking to me. Tom, you also have a shiny, loud (laughs) top. I do have a very shiny, loud top. Do this. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's running at an incredible speed. Honestly, God, Kristen, we were talking about this a couple hours ago on the show. When I ever have to wear these jackets when it's colder out, I I look like I weigh about 80 pounds more than I They're not slimming. They are not slimming. Yeah, winter clothing in general, not... Not the most flattering. <laughs> oh, it's winter clothing is amazing, Kristen. Oh, here I we go. I love a good sweater, but it does when you're short, it totally adds a solid ten pounds to my frame. <laughs> like, I got good hound's tooth jacket. Like, there's no, so you. many cute things. I cannot tell you. How many I own days so many jackets that I never wear because today in Los Angeles it's going to be 92. You and my mom say that to me, and it makes me irate. But she'll go, "It's kind of fun, you know. You guys get to wear layers. I don't get to." Wear layers because I live in Florida in the winter and I'm like get out of my house bitch <laughs> what it's you went true. from crying I miss her so much yeah. I love my mom so much oh you big baby yeah, you don't fine. miss her as much as I miss my mom so shut up what if I tried to fight that? Like, what if I argued with you? You about can't that? argue that my mother's dead. I know. You can't argue. That's why I'm saying, like, how do you want someone to respond to that? Shut up. 
Yeah, you can never you can never trump the dead mom card. No, no you cannot. No, you, you win. Really can't. You win this round, sir. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what the hell? So, Kristen, we've been talking about streaming television. And the fact that Frazier came back in a big way. I had just started watching Black Mirror, um, which I watched apparently a few years ago, and there was a pig episode that I just hated. So and then you dropped it, and now you're back to it. And now I'm back to it. I'm not going to watch the pig episode again. That that episode was horrendously bad. I, I love your viewing, because you're just like, I hate one episode, so I am never looking at it again. And then you're like, oh, maybe I will pick it up. But it's six years later. You know, it's a whole different I, kinda, I, I did that with um, Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. I remember Aww. a long time ago when it first started, I watched the first episode, and I was like, this is one of the worst episodes of TV I've ever seen right. in my life. Right. And Your then years later, I came back to it. First episode is horrible. Yeah. Don't watch it. Just skip right to the second episode. It's way better. It's so good. The whole series is wonderful. I mean, as a whole, and yeah. when you look at that, and but I think sometimes you have to be in the right frame of mind sometimes to go through a series. Yeah, and also your sister is Leslie Nope. Mm -hmm. So like, you have to watch Park and Rep. Like they are the same person, a hundred percent. Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope. Yeah, yeah the she's one. the Amy Steve Carell. Yeah. She's the Steve oh, Carell of that, that show. Her last name is Nope. Yeah, K-N-O-P-E. It's really stupid. And she is, like, optimistic about everything and very excitable about is. everything. She literally, Alex dressed up as her for Halloween, and I said, this makes the most sense I've ever seen. Oh, she acts awesome. a lot like Alex? Very meta. <laughs> She's ex she, her and Alex are exactly the same person. Like, they're so excitable. We'll make a sign. They're like, okay. I'm. I, when they commit to something, they're, like, very excitable mm -hmm. and hilarious and just optimistic about everybody and everything That's and all like. in yes all in man so they look a lot alike too no well I they mean, don't look alike. i don't think amy poehler and alex oh I mean, they're amy both, poehler that's who it is i mean they're, they're both blonde and gorgeous but like yeah no i don't i but it's the same person i don't care what you say that that is alex really yes i'll have to watch it i have to give it a whirl yeah does amy poehler's great does amy poehler sit in judgment of her father I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. I have to have a tie to Amy Poehler. My best friend from childhood is cousins with her. So oh, I've okay. had encounters with Amy over the year on a very, like, personal, like, weddings and family events over the years. She's great. Well, it can't be much like Alex if she doesn't criticize her father. She, I don't think Amy, I mean, in the show, Leslie Nope's dad is not in the show at all her mom is like her the character's mom is and she's a politician and she's very judgmental and i don't want to look at you when i say that well the other thing is that has nothing to do with what i was talking no about. i was trying to remember if <laughs> the character's dad was in it i don't remember any episode where the character where leslie nope's dad was in no, it. no it's more just a shot at alex for taking shots at me so much that's pretty much what it you're such a victim is what you uh, there's no question say. i've been victimized it's just it's painful. You never pick on Alex. You never give her a reason to attack you. I'm going to tell you flat out, if you ever hear the word victim coming out of my mouth, it ain't about me. No, you're so vogue. Alex makes fun of I just you. want to throw out, too, since we're talking Amy Poehler, she's a great memoir that she put out maybe five, six years ago called Yes, Please. Mm -hmm. So anyone who is a fan of hers and has not read it, it's a great read, probably a great audiobook too. We So it is a good book. Yeah, me. Oh, Anything? yeah, I loved it. Her memoir was fantastic. Alex and I both read it because we were both like, let's do this together, and we oh, loved okay. it. Yeah, it was very good. What's the book called? Yes, Please. Yes, Please, all right. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's so funny because I've related to it just because she grew up 
in my neighborhood of towns of neighboring towns so it's just kind of fun to have her sort of reminisce back on that and what it was like in Massachusetts at that time. So do you think television is the best it's ever been? Um, it was. I don't think now it is. <laughs> because of the strike. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm honest because we, we, we've turned, we're, we're, we're turning a corner now. Um, you know, if you take a look at what is happening in Hollywood, we have had major downturns, of course, in production. This was the lowest production rate we have seen in mm -hmm. decades because right. of the strikes, um, even lower than pandemic levels. And we are going to see a lessening of content and people have to prepare for that. Now, there's plenty to offer already out there on streaming. It's a time to you know catch up on series that you haven't seen, but it is going to be a slowdown of content moving forward. They're going to look more for quality over quantity in the coming years. No, that's uh, the good. Budgets are I very like different. That. And um, we're not going to see probably as many A-list stars jump to television because the budgets aren't there anymore. They're not getting right. those $100 right. million dollar deals. So it, it's, it's going to be a shift. We're going to be able to like mark off the exact year when it happens. I did not realize till today, till Andy started reading the numbers, NBC's ratings are horrendous. Well, their shows are all just, you're talking about quality over quantity. NBC is the exact opposite of that, for a, in, especially their scripted shows. There's like, what, three Law and Orders and three Chicago whatevers all but going remember, on at the that, same time. remember, that strategy works really well for CBS. They can have as many NCISs and CSIs, yeah, yeah. and the audience stays. So it's, it's kind of interesting. But remember, this fall right now, everything is primarily unscripted television, and people yep. aren't that excited by it. I'm not. I've never really cared for unscripted television. I feel the same no, there's, way. No, there's no reason to be. Honestly, it's a lot of game shows, and it's a mm -hmm. lot of, they're using celebrities. Celebrities need a paycheck right yep. now, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, if you want to know who is over-leveraged in their personal lives, <laughs> find out the ones who are doing all, like, the Celebrity Wheel of Fortune <laughs> and Celebrity <laughs> Jeopardy, and they're looking for a paycheck right now. They've got to pay their bills. You know what I was kind of amazed by uh, a few weeks ago? I did not know this because... I think he personally is extremely untalented. People love the guy. But one of the producers of Succession is Will Ferrell. Really? Yeah. He... I had no idea he was uh, a producer on that show. A better producer than an actor, I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't enjoy his acting either. I enjoyed him on uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, but in terms of his movie career, I love Elf. Yeah, that was a good movie. Pretty yep. much everyone yep. says that Elf is like his best Elf, movie. Yeah. It's yep, very it's very charming. Um I find I don't find him that funny, although people no. like he was over over the weekend he was at USC and he was like DJing at his son's frat party. Like people kind of like that part of Will. Kind of that, the person that would be good. Like, like the like cool that. dad. Mm -hmm. I feel like he was good in was it Stranger Than Fiction? That was a a movie he did that I liked. Step Brothers. Um, he was Step Brothers. Step he was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did well in what he was supposed to do for Talladega Nights. Like he. Oh yeah. He that role was ridiculous, and he did a good job with that. But um, then I think I think too many of the roles became similar to that. It's you all know, the when same. You start person. like repeating yourself, and you're like, okay, we've kind of seen it. Yeah. yeah, it's all the same deal. It's a, I never understood it. I get it. We have a listener that wrote in and had a question. Um, Aaron wrote in and said, can you ask Kristen if she can review uh, for Dick's The Musical? Looks like a lot of fun. Okay. I looked it up, too. So Dick's I first, like Dick's Sporting Goods? Yeah, like uh, I looked it up because at first I thought, listen, Aaron, are you trying to make me say something ridiculous? 
Um, Dick the what? Dick's the musical. She said it looks like a lot of fun, she, and he wants you to review it. What is it? I don't know. I just saw that it, it, it is a real movie. I was a little nervous. I know, because um, you're like, what are we looking at here? Yeah. So, yeah. I just... I know I'm mm. trying to see who it stars. Megan the Stallion, Nathan Lane, Megan uh, Bowen Yang is in it. Out. Yeah. I love Bowen Yang. I do love Bowen Yang. He's one of the SNL guys, the Asian guy. Watched, no. I have not watched SNL oh, since the cone has. He's hilarious. Oh, but Bowen, Bowen Yang is, you know, I see a lot of him on TikTok and uh, I always find him really funny. All right, I'll get my hands on Dick's musical. Don't say it like that. <laughs> I'll get my hand on Dick. <laughs> I'll get my hands That's... on it. That's great. It'll look so big that in your hands. Is that as a dildo? <laughs> Do we have a guest that came in? Yes. Uh, Somebody yep. should probably greet D- our guest, what? I would think. Well, I didn't know if you wanted me to just leave Go in the get middle him. of... Well, he's booked for 10.30. Okay. Andy's going to do it. He's got it. I just want to make sure when people get here that we embrace them as our, our guests. Forget texting. Pretend you're a grown-up. Yeah, de- Face to face. I got your text. Be standing downstairs if I did not text. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now, when the when the when the guests show up, we got to see them right away because otherwise, it'd be out there forever. Yeah. So, in any case, Kristen, um, we just. I'm seriously. I think streaming is the best it's ever been. But now you're telling me it's going to cut way it, it back. Was. I mean, th- this is going to. Be, we're not going to see that shift probably until 2024 okay. when we're like, where all have right. our where are all of our shows? Really? Remember, the strike is not over for the actors, and they are, right. they are not at the negotiating table at all right now. And some people are thinking this could go into 2024, which would be atrocious. It would be a tragedy, honestly, if it yeah. happened, if it goes that far, um, because we then we will be stuck with just recycled content through mid-year 2024 at that point. Right. And I really hope it doesn't because the economy has been hurt. You know, production's down 54%. Mm-hmm. There were only two days, two days in the last quarter that people were on a sitcom set. Dang. That's it. What it's unbelievable when normally there'd be hundreds and hundreds of productions working at this point. So um, it's it's not great, to be honest. What are they going to do about talk show television because it's not working anymore? Do you know who they're bringing to daytime TV? No. Oh. Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw filmed, that promo for that, yeah. Yeah, he just filmed a pilot for his daytime talk show, and it's expected to debut in the fall of 2024. Um, so he's kind of an interesting voice okay. in that whole landscape. I, You know, I, but I doubted I doubted Drew Barrymore, and she's turned out to be I sort know, of a but out. He is okay. So I watch once in a while, we'll watch The Masked Singer because there's kiddos in my life that like watching it. I don't know, the over the top silly vibe. I just I, that would be hard for me to watch. And I, I honestly, I guess I, you're right because I felt the same way about Drew Barrymore, and she's great. Um, but yeah, the he, him and the mass singer is just corny. I mean, it's which I'm sure that's the job, right? It's the dad jokes. And you know what's interesting about daytime TV? If it this show is a failure. He will get two seasons because that is kind of the typical contract they run for mm-hmm. daytime television. Yeah. So if he does not get renewed after season two, you know that it was a total bomb. If he makes it into that third season, that's when you know you have a success. There you have it. I got. I, I have to check this because I'm, I'm not understanding something. Who posts our guest on the on the calendar? 
calendar, I think right. is Kevin. I would, the calendar. Because it says down. Justin Sutherland's on from 10.30 to noon, and then the other one says he's on from 11 to 12.30. Mine says there's 11 to 12.30. And they're both yeah. wrong. I only have one. Uh, see, I don't know why there's two on there, but yeah, it's 11. But we're not on until 12.30. This is oh, true. I guess, yeah, I guess I don't know why. I apologize. I don't know why it says 12.30. So now you have to start paying attention. Is that what you're saying? Uh, Can we yeah, write this in Kevin's HR portfolio? <laughs> yeah, we put it in his portfolio. Can guys. I ask Kristen something? No, I just want to wrap this up and make sure that when we book someone, it's got to be booked at the right time. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, what are you going to ask who what? Can I ask Kristen a question? Nope, you're out of the mix. Um, are you guys dying over the excerpts of Britney Spears' memoir? We are. And, uh, you know, yesterday morning I wrote an article regarding her dad and how oftentimes he was body shaming her while she was a child and a teen. And the excerpt that I know you're probably referring to with Justin Timberlake, that he encouraged her to have an abortion while they were dating. Uh She did get pregnant and she wanted to have the child. Kind of dropped mid-morning after we had already done like our Britney Spears has a memoir coming out. And I don't think I stopped thinking about that all day yesterday because um, to get a little political, and I'm sorry about this, but for women, the Roe versus Wade decision has been, I think, really a struggle for a lot of us, you know, and just having a choice and having a voice and things like that. And I feel like in this situation, and, and people should be able to decide whatever they want, and I feel like the way Brittany described the story, yeah. she didn't really have a voice in that decision like it was justin kind of driving the decision and maybe had she been a little bit stronger she would have felt like i really want to have this baby and she didn't yeah um and then to learn that her song every time yeah it's about- we always thought it was about justin timberlake but when you go back and look at the images in the music video it appears to be her referring to the child she almost had with Justin Timberlake. And it's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, I think on top of that too is uh, um, when they were, if, okay, so Justin Timberlake's team, when this book came out, they were like, we need to vet this. We need that. We need to know what's in this. So they gave it to the publisher saying, you can go through this. They like, so if some of this stuff, they like triple had to prove (laughs) that it was either real or like you can't dispute that it's fake. So, like, they had a chance where you go, this thing's been vetted through and through and through this book. And if that's true, and he still wrote Cry Me a River about her like that, you go, man, this guy really got away with, like, not being a terrible guy, but not being a good guy. And that's where you kind of go, man, this Justin Timberlake stuff, no wonder he's falling back on NSYNC being like, yeah, I'll do NSYNC stuff now. Like, you can just feel it all out. I heard he's a raging prick. That's what I heard. Sorry, Alex. Listen, the the history, you're giving, I think you're giving him too much slack, honestly. I honestly want to say that he not only has a record of cheating on not only his girlfriends, but also his wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have evidence of that. He threw Janet Jackson under the bus, and I will die on that hill. He did. Yeah. He did. And listen, black women have it harder. (laughs) She was banned for almost a decade on radio stations and from the Grammys and everything else. I don't, I don't necessarily go, I, I know Janet Jackson forgives it, and that's the only person that matters in the yeah. equation, but I'm like, huh? 
And, and then to hear all of this story about Britney Spears. And by the way, he also went on a radio station and talked about taking away her virginity, which yeah. again is what? not his story to tell. Yeah. It's not his story to tell. Jesus. And but you know what, Kristen, I do have to stop and go that like if he came out with an actual, hey, you guys, that was kind of the times asking about virginity is inappropriate. Talking about somebody's virginity is inappropriate. It was a part of the times that we would mm-hmm. ask those things and people would respond and people would have those. And it's like there is a part of me that goes, yeah, like it's it's not it wouldn't make for a good guy. But it was kind of what men were like in the public eye back then is like. How can I get myself away from this? How can, you know what I mean? So like a part of me goes, I wanted to give Justin Timberlake the benefit of the doubt, but he's just never came out and said much on this where I go, if you could learn from this and say grow, but like you've always been kind of lucky enough to just be a part of the good guy group and never have to be accountable for any of your actions. You're 100% correct. He has to continuously be called to the table on this. And it's, it's like, hey, Oh, we just have evidence of you, like video evidence of you and another woman, like kind of holding hands and very drunk in New Orleans. And so you have to be called to the table to apologize to that. Oh, all during the time we later find out that your wife is pregnant at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's constantly, he's called to the table on Janet Jackson. He was called to the table on Britney Spears. And I do agree. That was even the celebrity gossip sort of atmosphere at the time. It certainly wasn't right, but no. that's how we all sort of operated. Yes. So 100%, he was operating under those norms yeah. at the time. Thank you. That's but, exactly the verbiage I was trying to use. Thank you. No, but you're absolutely right on that. But, but but we learn and we do better, but I don't feel like we should constantly be calling him to the table going, Justin. He should and- want to. Yeah, he should want to go, oh, my God, I'm mortified by my behavior. I can't believe that I made that music video. I can't believe that I did that to Janet Jack. Like, you should want to. And, like, Tom, you know this. You've been in media long enough. If you don't are embarrassed about some things you've said 10 years ago, you're probably not growing as a person. Like, right. And and you would want to clarify, like, hey, you know, I said this a while. I'm kind of like, I wish I didn't. I don't love that about me. Like, you should want to, to fix that. No, you know? I agree. I honestly agree, too, because I, I even know in my career, at the time, there used to be like, who's the worst dressed on the red carpet? It was fun to do that on social media. But the more I started to do red carpet award shows and things like that, you never leave the house thinking you look the worst dressed. You don't need people telling you you look terrible or anything else like that. Uh, you know what I mean? Everyone goes out thinking that they're looking their best. Yeah. And even that's like such a small thing. Yeah, it's still. But I think it's important to do better and just say, you don't have to sit there and say, I didn't like that dress. Move on. Yeah. Just talk about who was your favorite and why you thought they looked beautiful. Yeah. There's a lot of change that happens and it's kind of like you go with it. I mean, there we've all, like you said, I mean, you've been entertainment reporting for long enough. Like, Things things were wild in the early 2000s. Like, it was... They absolutely were. And I, I always look back. I mean, it was a really fun time to live in Los Angeles, to be honest. I mean, the paparazzi swarms were exciting to be around. And you never knew where, like, Lindsay Lohan and Britney and, and Paris Hilton were, were going to pop up. But at the same time, it was really damaging to a lot of young women as yeah. we look back on it now. And I, I think... Entertainment journalism as a whole has really tried to do a lot better. We have a long ways to go, but the the times have changed. And I think that Justin still sometimes operates under that like boy band era. Yeah. And they always say like your growth when you become famous stops at that year. So like if you became famous at 18, 
you're still kind of, you could be 30 now, but you're still kind of like 18 and famous in your mind. Yeah. Thanks, Kristen. That was really interesting. What a woman. That's all I have to say. Alex, you've met him. What did you think of him? I met him at like a, he was sitting at a table with the rest of NSYNC and I was in a room full of people. And you were at an age where you really held him accountable, right? How yeah, old were you? I was <laughs> asking the hard hitting questions. <laughs> like I'm a thinking. tween, you were like, uh, the, uh, the social construct yeah. of boys bads in general. Yeah, I was like 10. You're like, maybe. what? Yeah. What's your favorite? Are you really about him now, knowing what you know? No, 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 it's foods. Yeah. Justin Sutherland has joined us in studio, ladies and gentlemen. He'll be our special guest on the Family Hour coming up in about 15 minutes. Wanted to have you come. Man, you look very professor. He's got the glasses. Got um, the there's music. a ring on your finger that I'm going to at some point need to see. Uh-oh. It matches the watch. It's gore. You make my little <laughs> ring look like, mm, it's gore. Is it emerald? So oh, my God. Okay, it's cool. So, Justin, <laughs> to close out that, uh, uh, that whole story about... Uh, What's his name? Timberlake? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. What's Timberlake? his Bill, name, Timberlake? Is it Bill Timberlake? What's Bill his name? Timberlake. William Timberlake. I was going to say, oh, William Timberlake. NSYNC came to town, and Alex was 10 years old, so she wanted to go and meet them. So I okay. brought she and her friend backstage to meet them. And I will never forget this. It she was like a, a meet and greet thing. It, it wasn't was like I was okay. like, like, hello, Justin, so nice to meet you. <laughs> well, it was only about like, 10 were you, people no, there. No, I'd say there were probably 40 to was 50 it, people. No. Was it so exciting? You weren't even there. I was sitting right next to you. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> yes, I was. Mom brought me. I was with you because I had... Oh, Jesus. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, here's, here's the deal. <laughs> What's the real story? So she yeah. brings Get her friend Catherine with her. She brings her friend. Where are you from originally? Uh, Apple Valley. Right, right oh, so you so understand, so I understand talking around here. Absolutely. Yeah, how people right. talk. So you're going to like this story. Because yes. Alex's friend gets, uh, gets to ask a question. Yeah, you had to raise your hand and they could call on Yes. You. She raised her hand, called on her. And I uh, said, a young lady in the front row, what's your question? And she said, very Minnesota-like, what's you guys' favorite foot? <laughs> and he went, what? And they all were like, Huh? She said foots. <laughs> she said foots. What's your guys' favorite foots? What's your guys', What's your guys favorite, favorite foots? foots? And they were all They confused. had no idea what the hell she said. Right. Yeah. And somebody was like, food. Well, food. 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 Uh, you guys's. Like guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one says guys's. Nobody What's your says guys's. guys's favorite foot? Most Minnesota. Minnesota. And then just staring. You yeah, like. <laughs> and then just staring. Waiting for the ahead. answer. And they're like, oh, what? God, we need a translator? What was his favorite food? They all said like cereal. Yeah, what? cereal. You know, because they were cereal. like 16 at the time, you know. Uh, like, and they were really trying to like market them towards kids. Oh, your phone's yelling at us. Why is my phone... I'll just Every morning. Mind your business. I know, and all of a sudden, shut up, I just got a call. Now I'm getting this. I got to shut my phone up. You need to put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Yes. I did. He doesn't know how to do that. Here, here's a Do Not Disturb. It's off. There we yeah, go. Yeah, show them. Leave me alone. Show that Damn phone it. who's Off boss. the grid. <laughs> off the grid. No, it's true. So anyway, so, uh, oh my God, we got to take a break here in a couple of minutes. You're almost done, Kristen. I know. Shocking. Okay, we got two minutes. So what else do you want to talk about? Oh, one other thing I just want to mention, because I know we've been talking about you know TV and movies and everything. Um, the one sector of the entertainment industry that is killing it right now is what they're calling the experience economy, which is concerts. Um, and because of the success of the Sphere in Las Vegas, they're hoping to do more around the globe. Um, besides, obviously, Taylor Swift and Beyonce, which we've talked about nonstop, um, we've seen concerts this year like Harry Styles, Ed Sheeran, Elton John, Bruce Springsteen. Um, those are the ones that are sort of, it seems to be a post-pandemic surge, but 
Live Nation is anticipating the next couple of years to be a huge boon to not only um, musical concerts, but they're also saying that stand-up comedy is also going to see a big boon. And a lot of that is coming off of the success of people breaking out on TikTok, which I thought was kind of interesting. But wait a second. All the comedians are dead. Rest in peace. (laughs) Donna Scott, I lost like seven comedian friends during that whole pandemic deal. Not because of the pandemic. That's a lot. Would, were any of them? I don't think any of them died of COVID. COVID. They all died of no, being comedians? Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that even is like Bob Saget's death was oh, yeah, that so was weird. Yeah. That was really sad. He hit his head. Turned out he hit his head. Do they know why? No, I think they, he just... They don't. And unfortunately, the conspiracy theorists still kind of hound oh, his God. widow, Kelly Rizzo, about it. Because the family sealed the... the uh, the documents and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they think that they're hiding something because you know that everything has to be a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, let it be what it is. Why yeah. do we need to know? Yeah. I don't want to know. That's true. He's a wonderful business. guy. Like, what? It's that weird true crime obsession that people yeah. have. And yeah. so it gets fueled yeah. online. Well, and there's also, yeah. it's a very human thing to not be satisfied with the answer of, you know, just. The a universe is chaotic. Yeah. Life sucks sometimes. What do you do? We're talking about I'm this. great at that. You're like accepting that. I'm great at that. Like ignorance is bliss. We were just talking about that. We're like, hey, if you want to be, if if be saying that you need the earth to be flat, if you're a flat earther and that gets you to sleep at night, like fine. Who the hell cares? get it. I don't know how my computer works or my car works, but it works and that's good enough for me. If someone believes the earth is flat, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't Exactly. I don't need to tell them that It does affect the families because you prolong their grief process. Oh, I think my world's flatter. The grief well, of well, knowing the thing, that the earth is round. Let's talk about a personal experience. I think a lot of people knew that uh, Ellen DeGeneres' DJ, Stephen Twitch Boss, yeah. died by suicide last December. He is not only my neighbor, uh, but he was a longtime friend of mine for over a decade. Um, and there are some questions surrounding like why it happened and nobody saw it coming and everything else, but people continue to hound his widow, Allison, yeah. all the time. It's too much. She knew something or she was involved in this and it wasn't a suicide. And... You know, honestly, even with my own grief, it, it like reading it online is awful. And I cannot imagine what it is like for Allison and her three kids who are all under the age of 15. Mm. Oh, that's terrible. That yeah. is People always want an answer, though, no matter what. They do. Yeah. All right. Well, behave the rest of the day. I will do my best, but I will see you all tomorrow. Let's talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Bye-bye. Kristen. We'll take a quick break. Be right back in a couple of minutes right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation 
consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Sutherland in studio with us. We're going to have him on the family show in just about 10 minutes, something like that. But now, this is not fair, because now I have to like you. Because I know he's there. You do. Oh, you really? That's, yeah, walk by him. He's like, See, I thought your dad was about your age. <laughs> Every time we're out, people think he's my brother. <laughs> they do. He's aging in reverse, though. I think he's a vampire. <laughs> like, he, was, it's, it's, he gets younger. So how what's do, he doing? What? How do you know him? I've just known him for like, forever. Yeah. Uh, just one of those people that meet? you know. I mean, he says it was, might have been in a, I don't know, he's all over the place. Might have been in a what? You were going to say? Uh, one of the, I mean, he's been with Lifetime for, what, 30 years now? Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you had to be the one right o- right across the street yeah, over Yeah, right over at uh, yeah. Salem's Park. Yeah, that, it yeah. had to be that one. I was just there, and I said I was coming to see you, and he was like, tell Tom to come get his ass in the gym. I do. I should go see him. <laughs> he's always been a very, very nice man, just a great guy. Yeah, he is. I don't know if I'd want to piss him off. No, you definitely <laughs> don't. Is he constantly working out there, or does yeah. he work there? Yeah, he's one of the directors for Lifetime Fitness. So oh, he's been we open, Yeah, we opened I'm... the first club together back in the day. He made me lay on. Honest to God, really? Oh, my yeah. God. I'm heading there next to play tennis. He made tennis. me lie on my application when I was 14 and, <laughs> and say I was 15 so I could start working. That's and I haven't hilarious. stopped ever since. That's hilarious. But, yeah, I opened the first lifetime with him. So yeah. That's amazing. Now I got to go over there and say hello because I haven't you seen do. him in a couple of years. Well, during COVID, no, right. I just, the whole different deal. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's probably the last time I saw him was just before COVID. Oh, yeah. Probably. But I've known him. When, he started, what, about like 15, 20 years ago or something? 97. Honest to God, so... 26 years ago. Yeah. I'm getting old. I forgot. You are getting old. <laughs> yes, you are. Ken, come yeah. What? You're getting... No. Not you. No, I mean, in, in the next segment, we'll talk a lot about you, but this, I'm going to dedicate this one to your dad because I really like your dad. No, he's, he's, a, good he's, a, he's a great guy. Well, what's his he first is. name? Carrie. Carrie. Okay. Yeah, and I'm... 
seriously, he, every time I would see him, he'd go, hey, Tom, it's great to have you back in the gym. It's just, you know, just very pleasant. Oh, my God. Next time I go there, I'm going to be like, give me Terry right now. <laughs> I need to talk to I got Terry. some grievances Care, with Justin. Terry, I'm sorry. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah. You said Terry. Okay, like well, I need to write this down because that, knowing somebody at Lifetime is like the most VIP thing in the it world. Is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if you drop oh, a okay. Carrie Sutherland at any Lifetime, oh, you'll be well taken care of. Thank yeah, God. I'm really heading there next. Yeah. Literally, oh I'm going to go play tennis. Which one are you going to? Uh, Eden Prairie playing tennis at noon. Where's the Eden Prairie one? Oh, there's two, actually. Eden Prairie. Yeah. It's, it's in Eden Prairie. Yeah, it's it's over by, I don't know if you know Costco or like by the mall. By Mall of America? No, Eden Prairie Center. Eden Prairie Center? Is that still open? Yeah, there's like a, uh, there's a. It's kind of tucked away in a weird area. There's weird stuff in that mall. Well, Shields is in that mall, so Mm -hmm. yeah. I've never been to Shields, but I heard it's great. Um, And then they have like paintball. There's some odd things they're putting in malls nowadays where they're trying to make it stay afloat. But there's a VR station. Rosedale has VR. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Well, because I mean, everybody shops online, so nobody's going there to shop. So you're like, oh, well, you can come play games and go to the arcade and like the mall of america has go-karts in it they're like, smart to pivot though because in the winter i will take my one-year-old and we will just walk around the mall and they've got like old-fashioned where you put quarters yep. in the machine mm-hmm. things and i'll just sit there for hours with quarters just like what do you want next girl yeah, we were in mall in <laughs> hutchinson yeah it was hutchinson we went there there's like a kids play place they yeah. can go to mm-hmm. so we spent like probably a good hour and a half there yeah. and then we left and then he spent another probably hour just climbing around on all those things without the quarters in them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just climbing to, onto yeah. each one. Yeah. You had to and go to touch all of them. What was going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that did just fine. But yeah. there was um, even out there there was uh, like a uh, what do you call it? Like a LAN. What the hell did they used to call them? It's like it's a place where people can go to play computer games. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, but they had a VR setup. There was this kid playing some VR game in like a big arena kind of thing. Mm. And this was out in, yeah, far from the city, but VR is very affordable and very accessible now. See? See? And it's, 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 it is true that people don't really go to malls to shop anymore. No. Isn't that, that is kind of weird. You're right about that because you go to these, like Southdale, mm-hmm. they have busy times, but they're not always busy. Yeah. But yeah. some of these other, like Eden Prairie Mall, I hardly ever see anyone in there. I go there a lot. I do a lot of really, like what people would look at depressing walking just with a one-year-old. Yeah, but do you run into a lot of people? No. When I, just when I was a kid, go. we hung out. I mean, the mall was the I mean, you It was yeah. the place Your to mom be. could give you $20. Yep. You could eat three meals. You could go to the arcade. You could buy something at Spencer's. Yep. You could spend a full eight-hour yep. day oh, at yeah. the mall. And you always knew, like, who would give you free samples because right. you try to make that $20 yep. last. Oh, my. We used to get dropped off at the Mall of America. Of course. Oh, and wow. then you knew that you couldn't go into the main corner stores because at a certain point there was curfew. And yep. if you go in there, they would stop you. So it was like, oh, okay, yeah. we got to stay centralized now. Speaking like, of Carrie, he was one of those... Uh, when they started doing volunteer, parents volunteered at ID Kids. You had to yeah, be 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was one of the guys who stood at the entrance of the malls bouncing kids. Oh, did Carrie, <laughs> did Carrie also have that loose, like, uh, morals with age at that time, too, when he was telling kids? Oh, <laughs> exactly. well. I'm just saying, he said, let's, let's lie on your, oh, right. uh, right. your right. lifetime. You, uh, he, was, he just wanted me to start working so I right. pay some bills. He was like, yeah, yeah, go in the mall. <laughs> yeah, play, exactly. yeah. He's like, you're old enough to work at lifetime, not old enough to be in the mall. And <laughs> get, out exactly. get, get out of here. Get out of here. Get just get to work. Just. <laughs> so great about my life. I know we got to get going here and take about a five-minute break before the other show, but you guys talk about this stuff, and I just think about my own life. You always reflect back on your own life. I am still the only person I know 
that went to one of the malls and they tore it down. <laughs> Brookdale. Oh, I when I was growing up in North Minneapolis, you always went to Brookdale. Mm-hmm. It was the second one. I think Southdale was first, and then mm-hmm. Brookdale was second. I had to go to the Hoodlum Mall. They ended up tearing it down. Dang. Mine was Burnsville Center, and that one, I think, is on the precipice of being torn yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. They have, like, yeah, six doors some, open. I've heard some terrible things yeah. about what goes on at the it's Burnsville It's like a third-world bus stop in yeah, there. It's crazy. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's wild. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> but honestly, God, only I would go to a mall they end up tearing down because too many hoodlums hang out there. Well, you were part of the problem, yeah. I was part of the problem. There's no question about it. Why don't we take a break? Justin Sutherland's going to stay. You're going to stay with us. Yeah, I'll stay. This is, I'm very excited to have Justin on. Yeah. This is going to be... Oh, so you weren't excited to be Otherwise, with I'd leave. No, because I he's, he's responsible for some of my favorite eating establishments here in the Twin Cities, so I'm excited. So you, you're using them. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, if a free meal comes out, <laughs> no, I got you a free meal. So Use me up. Use uh, me up. Until you using me up. I love that song. We will be back with everybody. Well, Brittany won't be here. I'm getting kicked out. I'm going to go hang out with some... Carrie because, honestly, like, if I could get any sort of rep or he is... any farther, I could... I get looked at like I am the poorest person at Lifetime all the time, and I just need a little bit of love. Go over there, introduce yourself, and if you don't tell me he's one of the most polite, nicest people I've ever met, I'd be shocked. He comports himself very well, don't you think? He does. I mean, he, you can see all, he, like he's in a powerful position. And yeah. you can, he doesn't push that on you, but you can just tell that he is. Wow. He carries himself that way. He does carry himself that way, but he will, I mean, I've never seen him not go to somebody and say, hey, you did a good job. It was always what a good job you're doing. That's the kind of guy his father is. Oh, I'm excited. He's I'm a ex- great guy. I'm excited to meet your dad. Yeah. Now, you're t- what if you turn out to be an asshole? Though? It's Just very positive. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we're headed down that path. You're so, so lovely. I, I also wish I could stay, but I, I work get in ki- kitchens. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Get I'm an asshole. Off. Get pissed off. We'll be back with Justin and everybody else in five minutes. It's racing a mile a minute. A split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless. It's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. 
Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel.